0: Of Deli- delayed live from Edge City, we actually traveled to Birmingham this afternoon to talk with Ann Arrowsmith and Peter Prince about oh about Gallery 111, about doing art in the South, about what art is all about, and also because I've come to really appreciate what you guys do for artists. I can't tell you how it's kind of weird when you have to go to Birmingham to get some kind of respect <laughs> out of Atlanta. You know, it's it's very it's very odd. You know, and that's one of the reasons why I really wanted to come down and. Uh, you know, just see what's going on with you guys. Could you tell us something about what Gallery 111 is about and how it got started, and what your respective roles well, in it? Um, space 111 um, got
1: started in 1986. Mm-hmm. Um, in the same space? No, actually, we call it over the bad Duck. <laughs> just a couple of blocks away, mm-hmm. and uh, over the railroad tracks, and uh, but still in the city. And um, it was started by a group of artists who, in the 85, 86 era, were looking for venues. Mm -hmm. There weren't any here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Increasingly, the the larger institutions were not showing local artists or regional artists. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just didn't have uh, a lot of – well, we had no experimental venue where artists could do non-commercial work and Mm -hmm. experiment and fail. Whatever. So, um, we were actually a part of a group that had studios in an old warehouse and uh, decided to um, begin to start Space for Living. Interestingly enough, inspired by a lot of um, groups in Atlanta.
0: Oh, like any particular um, one?
1: The, the women's groups in the early, uh-huh. uh, in the early
0: 80s. So, it, did you live in Atlanta for a while? I did Either I I of you? Uh-huh. a
1: in
2: Atlanta,
0: and a lot of them, and where uh, we Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and, uh, So are you guys from uh, the south, or Birmingham? I've <laughs>
2: native no. Oh, you are? I
0: didn't know that. I, knew, I, know P- I was just grinning because I know Peter, isn't it? Yeah, Peter's from
2: Germany. but I think I've been long enough, 22 years now.
0: Wow. Got <laughs> kind of a German twinge to
2: no, it. But that's okay. Yeah. yeah, but I think it
0: yeah. Place, so. so you. We
1: were a group of artists, I mean, originally. Right. And um, so that's who started Space One. hmm And we had. Are they group,
0: still involved? The people who were originally. Well, yeah,
1: now, yes. Yes. Some have died. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was a group of people that um, really cared about exhibiting in Birmingham and, and our first exhibition. About 500 people showed up, mm. and they said, How can we have a show? And then, you know, I even mm-hmm. it and then there it went. Um, I was going to say that our first show was called Founder Man of the South, and it was um, set the standard for what we do, and there were many um, Georgia artists in it.
0: Um, there was Joni Mae Oh, yes. Whatever happened to Joni Mae and her Elvis I'm Presley stuff and her sure. puppets? Yeah. She
1: was absolutely fabulous.
0: We moved to New York and um, we never heard from her again, probably. Really. Well,
1: and uh, of course Larry Anderson right. and um, a couple of guys from uh, Mississippi and it was curated by uh, uh, a wonderful um, young artist who is not so young anymore, but now uh, works for the City you know it was all these mm. weird Atlanta connections. Mm-hmm. But it set the standard in that we never wanted to show just barbecue artists. We mm-hmm. determined that we would show Birmingham or Alabama artists with their regional or national colleagues, and occasionally we've been successful enough to show with international mm-hmm. colleagues.
0: Well, I, when did you move into this current space?
2: We uh, moved uh, in 1989, the current space.
0: And it was different from the way it is set up now, I presume. And, uh, it was it's, pretty much
2: the same as we, um, you know, having now the, the spaces were in different locations, mm-hmm. you know, the shops in the center, and the mm-hmm. workflow kind of mm-hmm. expanded. Um, because when we moved, a thousand square foot, fifteen hundred square foot place into a twelve thousand square
0: foot. Place. Wow, and so this is twelve thousand square feet. The square
2: two buildings, uh, two floors, uh, moved in nineteen eighty nine. And, um, as Ann said, from south side to north side. Mm. And the, um, when uh, I answered the question about the name where Space one eleven came from, which is the old address, uh, which was more Street South, hence the name. Okay. Eleven, we incorporated. it come up with the name. We just said, let's just use the street name. Right. Right.
0: Being in right. Get, you know, stuck. So you do all, Peter. You do all of the construction work, I, I presume, in the space, make do, walls and things. Well, I do everything. I do electrical and. and I don't, know, don't have a license for it. So <laughs> I don't do that.
2: <laughs>
0: At least <laughs> officially. I'm, I'm, <laughs>
2: And Jeremy is a furniture maker. Yeah. When I came over here, uh, you know, met the artist, I worked in a cabinet shop for a while, and then mm-hmm. uh, I had, you know, my own shop, little, you know, one-man operation. Mm-hmm. And um, from there, it just kind of grew. And of course, we we're still uh, both in and out of practicing artists. We we're, you know, still um, uh, build furniture, one-of-a-kind pieces of. Uh,
0: see, see, I didn't know that about either of you. That you're well, still. It's for well, us we
2: we have, well, we don't. We don't advertise. Such because I think both as um, you know founders and you know, right. directors and, and you know in the various roles that we have played throughout the years, we started out you know as um, I guess used the model of you know co-director. We had like a creative person and an managing person who kind of tried to divide that out because of grants, etc., etc. And I think as we've you know gotten uh, um, um, uh, I don't want to say older, but as we matured. <laughs> I think we, we we still are are you know in a sense of co-directors in terms of you know a creative team. Mm-hmm. It's just that you know we we I guess you know have to. Um, uh, uh, well, we have different
1: areas we're better. at. Yeah, yeah. We have. But, you know, but, but when you say, I guess I'm not trying. I, I'm trying to think of how many artists there were that really founded Space 11. I mean, and they are. some are still on the board and you know, people all are supportive, but what really happened is, you know, an artist as you know, an artist from the space, that it finally kind of we were the two people left standing. <laughs> <laughs> I hate yes. to say it like that, but we really were and are. And then as the years progressed, everybody at Space 11 one eleven remains a practicing artist. Everybody, no matter what hat we wearing. And Peter and I have been very happy that we have been able to continue to uh, make our occasion exhibit, even mm-hmm. in that drone. Uh, um, we really don't try to, we just don't think that's appropriate in Space One, We've never shown, of course, in Space right. But what, what Peter is being um, very, um, uh, he's not telling the truth quite about what being coy the road about it. <laughs> is it's Space <laughs> Uh, he is
0: our money man, our tech man. Our, uh, yeah, we need to get you to move to Atlanta and yeah, sign up for ITR. He's pretty special.
1: <laughs> he's pretty special in all kinds of roles. And um, uh, as I say, we work as a team. Right. Everybody in the space, you know, we all have certain roles.
0: We do well, how does how is the structure of Space 111 set up? You have a board. You guys are the are the, the directors, the joint directors of it. No, we just recently changed
2: it. Members were uh, looking to increase that to 1924 mm-hmm. uh, board members because of the committee work. Uh, both Ann and I have I said we started out as you know co directors, mm-hmm. um, which has recently changed to um, I'm the founder and CEO, and Ann's the founder. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. We both remain on
1: the board and have a vote on the board, which, which you know is old artist run right. style. Sure. I don't think it will, it, when we go, it won't be that way anymore. We have a very um, wonderful board, and they're, they're increasingly a, a, a true governing board. There, there, there remain a considerable amount of artists on the board, mm-hmm. but we've expanded to having um, uh, lawyers and accountants and uh, some community planners mm-hmm. on the board that have been very helpful as we progress. We have a, a advisory board that is kind of unusual as it functions in two ways. When people retire from the board, they go on the advisory board. And when people are interested in joining the board, they go on the advisory board. So we have a training situation. Oh, where interesting. We really yeah. learn, you know, there's memory of the space, what we really stand for.
0: Mm-hmm. And. You have some institutional memory that's
2: what. well, I hope that thought for institutional memory on the advisory board. We also, in our after school and summer program, the kids that came through the yeah. yeah. program. 20s, and mm-hmm. they're, they're slowly coming back to us, and we actually have uh, two of them that are on our advisory board. It's uh, Elena Garrett and um, Derek Franklin. the mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Oh, yeah. They, uh, we call artist original wow. citizen artists. They you know, participated in
0: building the urban mural, which is down by uh-huh. the museum,
2: which is that you know, um, 150 foot long, 60 foot tall um, mural constructed of 23,000 individual tiles. You know, constructed here at Space 11, and they're now coming back mm-hmm. and, you know, becoming mentors to the, you know, new
0: kids. It's great. You're creating your own audience, your own artist <laughs> you <know, laughs> from so the, the, the beginning. In, this is in, the way to
2: do
1: it. in Birmingham, the struggle, well, I guess in many places, the struggle is for diversity mm-hmm. in, in, in both, um, in particularly in Birmingham, in class and race. Mm-hmm. And I think Space 11 is doing a pretty good job of that. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a tremendous everyday. Right. Time. Not struggle, but, but, but it's something we
0: really care about. Well, what's the environment in, in Birmingham, both as a working artist? When, one purpose of these podcasts is to sort of give, and I think we've done maybe 16 to 20 of them so far, with academics, working artists, administrator types. So and I'm trying to get a snapshot of what it is to be uh, involved with art, you know, in the 20, early 21st century in the South. So can you give me some sort of uh, like a phenomenology, as they say, you know, about what it's like to be in Birmingham? Uh, working. I'd like to expand that to the south a little bit further on, if, if the idea um, if there is a southern aesthetic, which I, you know, it's a, it's a, this is a thorny question, but I was talking to Shana and Nathan uh, about that the other night for the, for the podcast that will accompany this one, and they had some interesting comments about rurality in terms of a Southern aesthetic. But anyway, uh, uh, Dottie it's Birmingham. Interesting, that
1: it's zone. interesting you brought that up because Shana and Nathan have been a tremendous breath of fresh air and energy mm-hmm. to us as colleagues because they're mm-hmm. here in Alabama. But uh, they're not, they're not Southerners. Yeah. Uh, so that, so we often talk about just what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a Southern aesthetic. Like I've lived all my life here. Um, mm-hmm. I have no idea. It's, it's hard to say because um, you know. It's, it's,
0: in the it's, middle of it. It's,
1: it, it, it. well, and you know, you know, you've been through all the, mm-hmm. the stuff we've been through over the years. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in provincialism. The latest mm-hmm. thing somebody said to me was, "Don't say you're from Birmingham. Say you're Birmingham base." <laughs> you know, I thought that was yeah. really interesting. Yeah. But it's been true from the beginning. Um, your work has to be seen internationally mm-hmm. you know, and how you can do that is a struggle, particularly in the South. People either leave or they have some kind of way to live here and be seen or recognized mm-hmm. or participate in the dialogue around the world. I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a funny question. We talk about it all the time. I think our work that we do here, the exhibitions we care about, mm-hmm. the, the, the artists we care about, do always have some connection to Birmingham's what we call complex um, uh, history. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. uh, well I know that there is, uh, it seems to me like there is a, such a thing as a regional aesthetic because everybody is yeah. from someplace and they produce from some place. I think of like one of my favorite architects Antonio Gaudi. Yeah. You know, that's a Catalonian architectural style that a lot of people were involved in and yet we don't think, oh Catalonian style, that's so like ugh. you know, the is like something it's funny you brought that up
1: because um, Birmingham historically is very um, um, involved in uh, clay or
0: mm, you're right. Georgia. Mm. But
1: the mills here were built on clay, a lot of people don't understand that the blast furnaces that are associated with Birmingham mm-hmm. are lined with what are called refractory brick. Right, right. And they're made out of clay that, you know, not very fine clay as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it, after the Civil War, unlike Atlanta, Birmingham, as you know, is a post Civil War city. Mm-hmm. And artisans and, and farmers and uh, former slaves were coming into this area to, to build those blast furnaces. And we have always used that as a teaching metaphor uh, for uh, what we do in Birmingham and with youth and with uh, everything we do has to do, again, with this metaphor. Birmingham is very special in that way. It was the um, next generation of the people that built the mills who formed the black middle class here in Birmingham mm-hmm. who, you know, there was a reason why we had um, our revolution here in Birmingham, and it had to do a lot with an educated black middle class, and that happened, you know, through dirty, dirty work mm-hmm. in the mills. But it still established a very strong and educated black middle class. So we use that in everything we do, and and so that's where the bricks or the tiles that we do came about. Mm. Um, is a teaching metaphor and as a, as a cheap material that we could get in Birmingham mm-hmm. or around the area, and so uh, Gaudi <laughs> has always been an influence on us. Wow, interesting! In uh, using uh, uh, materials at hand uh-huh. to beautify the area in um, in a sculptural, uh, ceramic mm-hmm. way, mm-hmm. which
2: is very funny that you brought mm-hmm.
1: that up because we've studied hmm. that with kids. And well,
0: it seems like every kind of art has kind of almost two components. It has the high art component, which Gaudi is now considered to be, and then yeah. it has a low art component, or folk art in the case of tiles and things like that, uh, the Rodia Towers and Watts, the Watts Towers, you know. Yeah, exactly, the Rodia. exactly. The Watts uh, Tower and
1: the Cyclade, I don't know, in Spanish, how do you say this?
0: The, the, Sagrada Familia, yeah, uh, the, the, yeah, the big, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. And, and, you know, so our children all know that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and our artists, the artists we have that are ceramists are extremely. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we we usually use um, artists that have been trained um, uh, in fine arts It mm-hmm. yeah,
2: also depends so. something on the artist itself in terms of you know if there's a certain aesthetic or what the artist mm-hmm. the, what they create and if it's you know social commentary you know it's like you know with, with Work, you know, it's, it's very political. It's, you know, it's, I think it's all about the South. You know, mm-hmm. up here. I think when I came here, you know, I learned about the South, and I think what you know we've always said is that you know, um, uh, Southern trash meets um, German Bauhaus. It <laughs> you know, could be you
0: know, a potent that's mixture.
2: Like, yeah, I know that's really <laughs> Because really, the end it's, you know, it's very. Um, I mean, the more the better, and I'm, you know, the less. You know, so it's interesting to have this juxtaposition of the work, and I think you know we've been doing this for like, 20 mm-hmm. well, years. It's attention,
1: now. it's attention, and it sort of permeates everything we do at Space One for installation to the kids' work. To honestly, the artists we, mm-hmm. right. we, we uh, invite it's, to show the work that we're interested I think, in, in bringing, you know, mm-hmm. the to show and to showing. But um, you
2: know, I guess that uh, when I came here, uh, coming out of the furniture making, when you know, is just this. this uh, People were saying, well, you know, um, the particle board had a really bad reputation, so I guess my response to that it was, you know, building the furniture out of that cheap mm-hmm. particle board, which, you know, tied in back then, even with, you know, recycling, which now all the green stuff, and, you know, just saying, here, you know, it, mm-hmm. Well, then it's
1: funny because, again, the South and its tradition of decorative furniture, right. you know, oh, it's really beautiful wood, it's an antique, and Peter was, coming I in mean, and
0: saying, yeah, and underneath it is you know. Cheap, uh, cheap whitewood.
1: So, and also our Birmingham Museum, I think it's, well, as the High, has a strong decorative mm-hmm. uh, collection. Yeah. And, and interestingly enough, this, the largest collection out of the U.K. of, of um, 18th century, mm. early 18th century, Wedgwood. Wedgwood, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. our kids, just like Yadi, would go right. to the museum and study you know the ceramic tradition and and, uh, we learned that um, so we're we're always interested in showing artists that are um, working with maybe southern things and twisting it from a fine art position or social commentary position i mean that's what interests peter
0: yeah it's very striking in the show that you just took down that i that i saw i mean all of it seemed to be have a, a southern with a twist well, it really um, was.
1: We've been, this is the final of a series that um, was funded by the Walmart Foundation. Mm-hmm. God bless them. Thank you, Ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every morning, yes. every evening. And, uh, and interestingly, this show, The National Endowment, which was mm-hmm. kind of a challenge, I think, for them, but um, um, the show was We've done four shows about questions that Peter and, I, and my board and all of us are talking about in the South in the 21st century. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we've done class and race and tolerance and politics and what else. And this was the final one, interested in how immigration impacts the South. Mm-hmm. So what we did was we invited five artists from around the South that had been profoundly impacted in their work by the South. None of whom, well, let's see, um, none of whom lived in, lived in Birmingham, but two
0: of whom were educated here. Hmm. Um, and like David, who stands for
1: Christine uh came from Belfast, Florida. I remember you telling me that before. How funny before, is yeah. that? Mm-hmm. And, uh, parents sent him here when he was 15 years old because he had some relatives from coal Alabama which is, you know, from my, the frying pan and the fire And He said that it so culturally shocked him removed him that his work has been for family uh, influence forever. Mm-hmm. He's lived in New York many, many years. He's been part of that East Village um, thing in the 80s that was very uh, exciting. And has always cared about mm-hmm. coming back to Festival Avenue and showing hmm. in the South, which I think he's a, a visiting professor at uh, Athens this year. Oh, okay. And uh, so we're really lucky to have um, David come back. Another artist that was in the show, interestingly enough, is how the world we got to Birmingham, which we which we still laugh about, is a young man from Singapore, hmm. uh, Joel Say, who has been was educated at UAB and then was teaching in Maine last year and is moving to Chicago. This mm-hmm. year, he was in one of the hours. Then we had Bruce Menina mm-hmm.
0: from Atlanta and... Um, Former board chair. 40, yes. <laughs>
1: and, um, and, and then a couple from um, uh, Charleston, South Carolina, uh, uh, Gilling, um and... I can't remember. Gillian, Gil- 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 mm-hmm. and Jean, the they, they all made fun of me. Southern French, and they have done profound work on um, poverty. Mm -hmm. They they were influenced by it. It was very interesting because their work was about a government redevelopment project Mm -hmm. in South Carolina, and we've just been through the same thing here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Same programs called HOPSIS, and uh, all of our children and um, families came from. Hmm. Program, so it was very
0: profound. Hmm. Well, l- let me uh, loosely formulate a question you're having to do with Atlanta and Birmingham. You know, back um, years ago, there was this big contest between who's going to be the next big international city, Atlanta, Birmingham. All of a sudden, nobody asked that question anymore after the Olympics. Yeah. It's like Atlanta became like Singapore or something, you know. Uh, and the question has to do with development and with the, the relationship of development to artists, because you know, in Atlanta, there's a lot of controversy about, well, spaces have just disappeared basically, right. spaces like the strip that you're in and, and uh, you know, as we were coming into town, we were talking about how you know, salivating at all the space that's here uh, whereas in Atlanta, it really has uh, disappeared, does Does Birmingham is there any threat in Birmingham from that sort of thing? or never in here and right. like Atlanta, and people
1: that come to Birmingham, now I'm speaking Peter, you know <laughs> they're in here this is different. This
0: I'm wondering who actually won that race, though, from the artist's point of view. No, <laughs> you know, Atlanta us. may not have won it.
1: Atlanta had a race. We never had. A race. You weren't participating in the race. And so. Absolutely not. And, and visitors come in all the time. Gillian Jean Marie said the same thing. Look at all these fabulous buildings. Yeah. Great yeah. But because of Birmingham's history after uh, the '60s. Um, the buildings were almost deserted, mm-hmm. and they were owned by they they had been owned by very wealthy families who it was much cheaper to n- not redevelop them, mm-hmm. and they often stayed empty. And to redevelop them, we have very very strict codes in Birmingham. So an artist mm. couldn't come in. Oh, I see. It, they would just, you just couldn't do it. Huh. So there were, all these, there were all these empty buildings. Nothing was done. Now we have um, condominiums and the resurgence, but they're far too expensive for artists.
0: Um, Same as just, in Atlanta. You know, yeah. we just had that. We didn't have that thing you had in Atlanta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Artists were
2: never down here. Mm-hmm. It started out, you know, 20 years ago. We 22 years of my well, first is 1990, so 15 years. Yeah, um, right across the street, they started out with uh, the Wooster Loft, and you know, we're saying, Oh, it's going to be like so. What's the artist district?
0: Yeah, you know, we looked
2: at it, and of course, they overbuilt it. You know, we can't artists can't afford $15, $15 a month. Mm-hmm. You know, we told them all you need is a space with light bulb and some running water, and mm-hmm. then we need to let the artist do what you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we, uh, we do have an organization called uh. In Birmingham, they're trying to, uh, you know, develop this downtown. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really for developers. Yeah. And um, having been down here for 20 years, you know, I've talked to some artists just the other day, and he was saying that, oh God, you know, 10 years ago, I could have like this space for $200 a month. No, he couldn't. Two hundred dollars
1: a month.
2: Yeah. I'm not talking this space, you know, there was a building of this size. similar kind of. He was, yeah. uh, it was this empty, just, you know, yeah, kind of yeah, space. yeah. Was, you know, it was Jim. Who said, you know, he had a studio for two, $300 a month. Mm. And now he can't, even though there's still space available, it's just too expensive for artists. Because... It never was that, but, you know, did he think it was? Of course it was. See, I
0: can't understand that because I always thought when Atlanta, before it hit this big uh, uh, boom, I mean, it's always, Atlanta's always been kind of a boom town, you know, but downtown, there were a lot of these places above the stores right in the middle of downtown Atlanta that seemed to be empty. And I always wondered why couldn't the city take an initiative and have artists come in like the canary in the mines? Okay, you kill them off after five years. We all know that artists were going to be. You know, uh, yeah. decimated, but at least for five years they'd have a place for like next to nothing.
1: Well, it's called progressive government I and mean, codes.
0: Code. That's not very progressive to me. <laughs>
1: well, no, i saying we haven't had
0: any. Oh, we haven't government. had any. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: I think not to, to slam the city of Birmingham at all, but um, you know,
1: it just didn't happen. Um, but why not? I mean, is it. Well, I think it had to do with codes. And because the developers were not progressive enough, they were always saying, "Oh, let's have Soho," but they never did what you're talking about, which was to say that that artists could get certain um, uh, you could you could help them with the city code, so you didn't have mm-hmm. to bring a building exactly. You might, I do even I'm not sure I'm agreeing with you that, that you could certainly not have had a 2,000 square feet for $200 a month. But if you did, you would have had to bring it up to code. And I remember when we came in this building, um, you know, they wouldn't turn on the lights they, until we mm-hmm. installed $1,000 fire rated doors and until we enclosed. we were an organization that, you know, was very public works with, well, you know, these artists. That they may have
0: known somebody. It. it wasn't official that they were right. in a space, but right. they just paid. You know what I'm saying, it
2: was yeah. that kind of situation. Yeah. Boy, I don't know. I'm not talking about the old one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Jim told me where he was. Where was it? I, and somewhere down, in, it doesn't matter. But the spaces now, color. they're still empty spaces, it's too yeah. expensive. We have a development across the street that's called the Artist Lofts. I don't know how much it is. It's within the Artist District,
0: and fortunately, we now own the buildings because if not, guess what? Yeah. He wouldn't be here they now. They would have
2: squeezed and squeezed and squeezed yeah. because there's a, you know, uh, somebody to our uh, east, uh, west, and then to the, to the east, there's all development mm-hmm. development and it was rezoned to uh, work with space. You know, we mm-hmm. have somebody living downstairs. Mm-hmm. There. Could have done. You know, yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, uh, downstairs. And so if you go down 2nd Avenue, North, there's a, you know, um, off I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, the building in the back was one of the first buildings that was, um, was old warehouse and they developed it. And it's full.
1: Mm-hmm. You we've know, been told that in Birmingham, the, the, the way the loft thing is going, that we've been told that there are 5,000 units that have been occupied in downtown Birmingham. Mm-hmm. which is, is about the tipping point that we need to, to have a grocery store and a, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. However, you have very young professionals, well do, and very rich people. You don't have a lot of middle-level people exactly. with kids, for like, of reasons. <coughs> there yeah. are not amenities down here, the school system is not considered to be, well, there are a lot of mm-hmm. issues with the school system. And um, so artists, there are places in Birmingham, but not in the city center. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we're actually involved in a, mm-hmm. a place about two miles to the east of here, which is perfect for artists, but it's kind of having the same situation. Mm-hmm. Um, the artists we
2: just told in yes James, several artists said, Well, I'd like to go out there and I'm scared. Yeah oh, bothered me a little bit. Same, Same thing as I was around. scared because yeah. it said, you know, I can still hear the gun shooting from off so many of those are
0: already there. Right. Uh, Let's take a, if we could, let's take a No, 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 we're not through No, no, uh, let's take about a, you know, just a short break because we divide these up so that people can download them easier, they're not so big, and then we'll come right back and uh, have another uh, bearing on this, another question that I'd like to ask